Hello kings and queens. So in this episode, I'm going to dive into how our identity, perhaps above all else, is what controls our lives and ultimately determines our destiny. And that our identity can be unconscious and it can be self-appointed. So I'll be sharing with you a few stories to help illustrate this point and how you can use a new identity as a tool to change your life starting now. Do you ever have the feeling of knowing there's more for you? More of you to step into, more of you to become, more of you to give, more impact to have, more untapped potential for you to live into and create from? I share the same feeling. So how do we close the gap between who we are and who we want to become? How do we close the gap between where we are and where we want to be? How do we close the gap between our current reality and our envisioned potential? It's time to step out of autopilot and live into purpose. Welcome to Purpose Mastery, a podcast for conscious leaders who are committed to showing up fully and giving their unique gifts to the world. I'm your host and fellow journeyman, Isaac Kaufman. I'm a coach, a creator, and a man on a mission to support leaders on their journey of stepping further into their authentic nature and living their life purpose. Our goal with the show and company is to introduce you to the people, the ideas, and the insights that will help you rise up into living your fullest potential. Welcome home to your authentic nature. Welcome to Purpose Mastery. One of the most impactful quotes I have ever heard was from Tony Robbins. He said, the strongest force in the human personality is the need to stay consistent with how we define ourselves. So he's really pointing at our identity. So I want to share a quick story with you that I heard from Trevor Moad. Moad, excuse me. And so I heard a story that he shared uh, that his father has shared with him. And it's a story about a time where he heard a very successful magazine entrepreneur speak at a conference. And the entrepreneur told his story of being raised by a single mom, failing out of high school, but he promised his mom that he would take the SAT test. So here he is as a kid who's failing out of high school, he takes the SAT test and he gets a 1480 which is extremely high. That's basically an A++. <laughs> so he gets the test back and him and his mom can't believe it. So now they're entering his senior year. He discovers that he's smart. So now he decides to go to class. So he stops hanging out with the people that he was ditching class with. And he starts going to class. He starts putting in the work. The teachers see him doing this, so they start treating him differently, right? They think, maybe we overlooked this kid. So they start giving him that extra attention because he's giving that extra effort. So he goes on, he graduates high school, he goes to a community college, he then goes on to another college, he then goes on to an Ivy League school, then he goes on to become a wildly successful magazine entrepreneur. 14 years later, he gets a letter in the mail from the SAT board saying that they periodically review their test-taking procedures and policies. And turns out the year that he took the test, he was one of 13 people who they sent the wrong score to. 
his actual real score was a 740, which was literally half of what he thought his score was, which was a 1480, which is what they told him. So he goes on to say how everyone thought that his whole life changed the day that he got a 1480, but everything really changed the day when he started acting like a 1480. Because what does a 1480 do? They go to class, they pay attention, they put in the extra work, and so on and so on. So he started behaving how a smart person would behave before he actually became smart. So his newfound identity as a smart person caused him to behave in the world as a smart person does. Then his intelligence eventually caught up to his identity. So the level of your intelligence or success, it can't change in a moment, right? But a shift in your identity is just one decision away. And if you commit to acting in alignment with that, with that identity, then everything else will soon follow because our behavior is way ahead of our actual success. So here's an example. Let's say that you want to start living uh, simply a more healthier lifestyle, right? Rather than merely saying or thinking I'm trying to be healthier, you can set a new identity of I am a healthy person. I prioritize my health and vitality. That's what I do because that's who I am. That has a different feel to it, doesn't it? And what does a healthy person do? They exercise, they eat healthy, they meditate, they do a number of other things. And they do it even if they don't feel like it, at least most of the time, right? We are human after all. Because a life of health and vitality is not just what you want, it's what you do because it's who you are. It's your identity. Even for myself, in regards to my work, right? I try to embody the identity of I am a world-class coach and speaker. I'm not merely saying I want to be or hopefully one day I'll be. My identity is I am a world-class coach and speaker. And what does a world-class coach and speaker do? They make the phone call. They write the email. They relentlessly learn more about the craft and relentlessly apply what they learn. They initiate conversations. They find a way to serve people. They find a way to have powerful, transformative conversations with people. So if that's what a world-class coach does, then that's what I do because that's my identity. That's who I am and what I do. Of course, I don't do it all the time because again, <laughs> we are only human here, but you get the point. So whether or not, whether or not I am world-class is truly beside the point. Because as we mentioned before, our capability will soon catch up to our identity, just as long as our actions are in alignment with that identity, right? We can't just simply say that we are something or want something without actually doing what is required. We must act as though we are. So here's another example to help drive this point even further home. I'm a casual follower of the UFC. That's the Ultimate Fighting Championship. And every single fighter, without exception, everyone says and thinks they are the best fighter in the world. Every professional fighter in the UFC, or any other organization, but UFC seems to be the top of the top, they think that they can beat anyone, anytime, anywhere. 
and they're all wrong and they're all correct because whether or not they actually are the best in, in the world is kind of irrelevant. It's that mindset and the identity that they embodied in the first place is what has gotten them to the highest peak in their field. So whether they are ranked number one or number 20, it doesn't really matter. It's the identity of I am the best fighter in the world is what has gotten them to be world-class elite at what they do. So that identity is what got them there because their capability caught up to their identity. Now, of course, there are potential dark sides or downsides to this, right? Someone could become too delusional and think that they are far greater at something than they really are, causing them to step way outside their lane, which could backfire on them. But assuming you stay within the realm of sanity on this, having a heightened identity and acting in alignment with that identity will typically always serve you more than go against you. So what do you actually want? And why do you want it? And that's really the most important piece of all of this is why you want what you want. Because ultimately we will not embody a new identity for ourselves if we don't have a strong enough reason to stick with it. And that's our personal why. So pick any area of your life, your career, your relationships, your health. Just choose one. What do you want? And why do you want it? What's the new identity that you can embody? What would the 1480 version of you do to better that area of your life and fulfill what you want? What would your life look like if you behaved as the 1480 version of yourself? Remember, the strongest force in the human personality is the need to stay consistent with how we define ourselves. So how do you define yourself? Play a game with yourself, right? Decide what you want and give yourself a new identity and embody it for three days just three days. Ask yourself, what would the 1480 version of me do right now? Or what would the fill in the blank identity version of me do right now? Commit to three days. Let me know how it goes. And what is the one insight you had from this episode? What's the one thing that you can do, one action you can take from that one insight that you had? And if you think one of your fellow kings and queens will get some value from this episode, Share this episode with them. And if you haven't already, follow, subscribe to the podcast where I talk about all things related, how to create a life of deep, lasting fulfillment and meaningful success. Stay sovereign.